who I believe is having a birthday today. She is 21. Ah, yeah. Here's to Elise. Yeah, here's yeah. Cheers. 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 Her first drink tonight. Her, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Will it be a bourbon? I would say Shirley, but then you'd say stop calling me Shirley. So, <laughs> so. Yep. yes, happy birthday, Elise. Nice, yes. mm-hmm. nice. Behave. <laughs> hey, everybody, and welcome back to Bourbon Boys, the podcast where guys get together to talk about bourbon about life, lore, and libation, and everything that comes with being a dad. We aren't bourbon snobs, just a group of guys who like bourbon for what it is and how it tastes. It's pretty simple. This is podcast number 10. I'm Derek, your host, and with me are my bourbon boys, Kurt. Hey there. Alton. Hey. And Kratt. Hey. hey. And tonight we have three, maybe four, um, bourbons to taste. There are seven bottles in front of me. I don't think we're going to make it through the night. Never <laughs> mind the podcast with yeah. seven. We could. But um, we're willing to take a run at it. Uh, tonight, we're going to try um, all 10 years. So this being the new decade, uh, the new year, Yep. we figured we would do a new topic, and then they're all about 10 years. Yep. So I'm looking at Bullet 10, a Henry McKenna 10, a Clover 10, and tin cup ten, so all of these bourbons have um, have put their time in, and I cannot wait to get started. Yeah, I'm there. Yep. So let's get started. Who's up first? What do you want to go with? I'll go. Dramatic pause. Go for Dramatic it. Dramatic pause. What have you got? <laughs> 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 what have you got? First of the year. So um, I've got the tin cup ten. And um, this is kind of a cool. Uh, well, I, I guess I always say that this is kind of a cool story because it seems like all these all these bourbons have cool stories. But um, so the tin cup is actually out of Denver, Colorado. At least that's where they bottle it. So this is where okay. the story gets pretty cool. Um, it's two thirds corn, one third rye, and um, they age uh, they age the bourbon in white American oak barrels. Now, the thing with tin cup is that it's a blend of two high rye whiskeys. Um, that they blend together and then um, they cut it down to proof with uh, water from the Rockies. So um, thus the tie back. So kind of like cores. Yes. Kind of like cores. Yeah. Well, kind of. So, okay, Dave. (laughs) So they cut to proof after 10 years with the Rocky Mountain spring water. Um, the distilling is actually done out in Indiana. So, and part of that is because the grains that are used are from the uh, the grain belt of the Midwest. So, some of the more higher quality grains come from that region, and they use that. So, they actually distill it in Indiana, and then what they'll do is it goes back out to Colorado, and they actually bottle it by hand. So, um, it's not it it's not easy to get. So, the fact that you got it was pretty really pretty. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I see tin cup, the non-tenure. Right. Yes. Everywhere. Yes. Seems that pretty, you will pretty see, commercial. But the tenure, uh, they specifically talk about it on their website. Um, that if you can find it, that you probably want to pick it up and put it on your shelf. That's good marketing speak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On their website. Yeah. All right. If you see our product, you should buy it. <laughs> <laughs> Strong call to action. Why? I never thought of that. Okay. I love it. Awesome. Oh, God. It's you guys cool. are all marketers. You can't get your head out of 
fake news. <laughs> so keep, um, keep up the storytelling. Yeah. Okay. All right. So it's eighty. It's an eighty-four proof. Um, the color is dark amber, as you can see. So um, really pretty is. cool bottle. Yeah. So, um, but it does kinda, drip a lot, by the way. Sorry about, sorry about the table. <laughs> I think that might be the person handling that bottle. So, um, and. You guys should, I mean, not to do marketing speak here, but you should check out their website because it actually is a really well done website, completely different than what I've seen from most of the other bourbons that we've talked about. Um, It is really rooted in kind of the heritage of Colorado, Rocky Mountains, um, and it to the point where it actually says, this is a a bourbon you should drink in the mountains. Um, The color is dark amber. The nose is kind of cinnamon, pine, Honey, fresh cut grass, they actually describe it, which that's a new one. Um, palette, I'll be interested to see what you guys say, um, given that you're trying it right now. And then the finish, I'm actually really curious as well. So I'm not going to give those away. But here's the one thing that I thought was really cool, and I think this could lead into some interesting conversation. Um, one of the things that they actually say on their their website says, we subscribe to the to the old adage that difficult roads often lead to beautiful destinations. And so as we think about kind of the theme of tonight, like the the decade, we're moving into a new decade, we're yep. going to talk about the last decade, where we were 10 years ago, where we are today, um, and kind of the tie to 10-year pr- or 10-proof. Um, it, it's just something for us to think about, and I thought that that was a really, a really cool statement. So um, the name actually is for the coal mining pioneers. So if you notice on the top of the bottle, this little tin cup, uh, the tin cup is a representation of the cups that they would actually, the coal miners would actually drink their whiskey from after they would come out of the mines. So the word tin cup actually comes from the, uh, a little town in Colorado where there was a coal mine. And also the cup actually represents the cups that they actually drank out of. Nice. So, <laughs> so that's the tie to, to the brand. So I thought that was pretty cool. Now here's another cool thing about this particular uh, brand of bourbon. So they do what is called a backcountry adventure. So every year, um, they award four people uh, this trip of a lifetime in the backcountry of Colorado. So you have to um, apply through their Instagram and you have to send in a photo of something representative of you as an adventurer. And, like seven um, bottles of bourbon in front like of Like seven yeah. bottles of bourbon. I don't know if that quite do it, but at least two cup is on the table. So, <laughs> um, But it's for four people, four guests with those people. Uh, sounds like a pretty amazing pretty amazing thing. So That's pretty cool. I've never seen that from another another <laughs> brand that we've been working or drinking. So um, the other thing they talk about uses, which I thought was cool, and I think, Derek, there's one in here you'll get a, you'll actually like. But essentially they, they talk about, you know, pour and serve, right? That's what we're doing tonight. Um, something warm. So they talked about putting it in like a tea and a coffee um, with a little twist of lemon or something of that nature and drink it drink it hot. A little hot toddy? Yeah, a little hot toddy, exactly. Um, and then they talk about forage and combined. So, you know, combining it with things. So obviously from a drink standpoint and then get cooking. So they talked about throwing a half cup of this stuff into a pan um, with some butter, salt and pepper onions, uh, let it kind of go down, put a steak in there and actually make cool. a steak over the fire, uh, which I thought was pretty cool. So again, I think just the way they're playing up, um, kind of yep. the essence of the brand is pretty cool not to talk about that too much, but, um, it was really different than most of the ones that we've researched in mm-hmm. the past. It's got a good taste. And then of course they talk about time as the most valuable part of any bourbon. So this is true. It, um, what do you taste? 
Well, I mean, it, it definitely, I get the rye immediately. Yep. Um, but it smooths out after about two or three sips. Yeah. Um, I like it. Yeah. How would you describe the finish, taste-wise? I've got cinnamon and honey. Mm. Like, those are the two that I, I keep, that are that are sticking to my tongue. Mm. Um, I think it's it's got a great full flavor. This is good. I, I do get the rye, a little yep. bit of that, that yep. bite. And it's, I think it's got a nice, for me, it feels like a long finish. Yeah. yeah. It, doesn't, it doesn't go away. Yeah, right away. yeah, I would agree with that. They describe it as caramel and biscuits. Wow! I'm not like, sure I get the biscuits, but yeah. uh, <laughs> but okay, Colorado biscuits yeah. or English biscuits. Yeah. Marketing team, yeah. but in any event, so, yeah. No, yeah. it's good. I like it. I think it's good. I like it surprisingly. So I'm not a huge fan of the regular tin cup, right? So when you know we hmm. start by talking about this, and you said the high rye, it's like, oh wow, I'm not sure I'm going to like this, but mm-hmm. I like the cinnamon. It's got enough. Uh, pop in it yeah but it finishes really well so i would yeah I would definitely I, go back to the well on this yeah i good. think and i think the the original which you're talking about i think it's aged for about four years okay so that's there's about a six-year difference between the two right well so. I'm not, i don't really find a long finish to it for me um, yeah for me it just kind of peters out my bit. tongue is still tingling yeah i can okay <laughs> <laughs> here we go it. again hit it again <laughs> yeah right. to start it derek right that's right Nice. Um, anyway, but I, I actually like it. I think it's good. So, Kurt, what was the the, the, the long road um, saying there? The all, long ro- all, destina- all great destinations. That we subscribe to the old adage that different, difficult roads, I'm sorry, difficult roads often lead to beautiful destinations. All right. Now, 10 years ago, what was your what was your road that got oh, you here? Oh God, that's actually a, a great question. I we had We had just moved out to New Jersey. Ten years ago, yeah, it was okay. two thousand eight, but it was you know so a little little post that, but um, so it was a that was a tough move, you know. Our daughter was nine; it was the first time we had left Wisconsin. Family, mm. um, my job was super challenging because of the environment and you know the change that we were going through, and um, yeah, so it was. So I think back because I was thinking about that today. I'm like, okay, ten years from now, that was two thousand ten, and thinking about what's going on. My dad passed away shortly after we moved there. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so a lot had happened. So it was, you know, we were kind of starting over and yeah. it was a great move for us, but we were kind of starting over, making new friends, starting new schools, new jobs, new people, new everything. So yeah, it was, yeah, it was kind of a, hmm. the beginning of a whole different kind of journey. Right. Yeah. Right. So And now you're here. And now we're here, which this move was easy because of that. So nice, yeah. Very cool. So nice. easier for easier. us, yeah. <laughs> not so much for our daughter, but. <laughs> All right. Well, there's our first ten. I like it. I think it's a, a, noticing the difference in the the, the richness and fullness mm-hmm. of the ten. Yeah, that's good. And I'm sorry, you. How much was this? Fifty five. Fifty five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. that's what Derek told me. Interstate transit fees and all Exactly. Transport tariff. But mm-hmm. totally though, I, I kind of agree with the. Um, like I said, I'm not a huge fan of the original tin cup, but this one's good. The bottle is really cool. Got a little uh, extra. I think a little decor than mm-hmm. the usual. So yeah. I would highly encourage picking this one up. Yeah. They make a little joke about the bottle on their site about how it's it's shaped like that so it can't roll too far away. Um, <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> so, yeah. So it's practical. Smart. It's never too far. Until the creative team got it here. They got a copy on every corner there, Derek. Yeah. <laughs> <Filling it up. laughs> 
No white space. <laughs> no white space. No white space. But this one actually, it, I, I'm going to say it's it's still a young distillery. And yeah. considering what we have talked about in the past, it started in 1972. Mm. Um, and it was started by um, a gentleman by the name of Jess Gray. I think it's Graber, G-R-A-B-E-R. He's the it's founder. Um, His name's uh, on the bottle. Yeah. What are the, the whole story's co- probably on the bottle. One of the many copy points on the bottle. Yeah. <laughs> so, but anyway. Uh, nice. Kind of a cool story. Yeah. Good choice. So. Yeah. So whenever I see Tin Cup, I think of the Kevin Costner golf movie Tin Cup. Yeah. But that's not it. I don't know it. Okay. Uh, I think of it as well, and but apparently based you. on that story, the answer is no. We're going with no. Okay. But we, we can transition to a 10-year clover, which is about mm. a golfer. Yes. So if you want to pour that one around, I'll, I'll start right. you up. So our next next ten year is called Clover, and this is a forty five dollar bottle. It's a ten year, and this is um, uh, it was first released in two thousand and eighteen. So they've just recently been able to claim the ten year, and I cannot get a mash bill on it because it is sourced from multiple distilleries, um, and the the golf connection on this one is it's got, it's got um, a, a nod to Bobby Jones. So Bobby Jones was a uh, famous golfer back in the the early days before um, you know players really were were standouts, and um, he was one of the co-founders of the Masters. So unlike Kevin Costner, he was a legitimate golfer, um, and he was one of the, the the first to achieve a Grand Slam in 1930. So going way way back, but okay. his family has has continued his name and in his honor has developed this um, this bourbon collection. And he was known to always enjoy after a round of golf or a win a three finger pour of choice. Three fingers that is a substantial pour. He just worked hard. He did. He's like, did you just see me do this? Exactly. Um, So uh, this is picked up by Piedmont Distillers. So this is just north of us, um, about uh, almost almost two hours, and they are the first legalized distillery in North Carolina since Prohibition. Hmm. So they introduced Clover Whiskey, which is a series of single barrel whiskeys that can supposedly only be found at really exclusive. Uh, golf courses, uh, the the clubs and resorts, <laughs> and I found this on the shelf of an ABC. Go figure. That's not a golf course, <laughs> no, or club. Um, but the clover meaning is Bobby was born on St. Patrick's Day. His mother gave him a four leaf clover for good fortune, and he wore it in every match. And each leaf of the four leaf clover uh, is said to have a different meaning. So mm-hmm. uh, leaf one is hope, followed by faith, love, and luck. Uh, all of which he said were helpful in golf, life, and the making of whiskey. Hmm. So if you think of hope, faith, love, and luck, go back 10 years and think about what have you been up to. Um, But give this one a shot. This one, what's interesting in this distilling process is it has, uh, what I learned is the Lincoln County process, which what they do is they actually take it out of the barrel and they filter it through, they basically steep the whiskey in maple sugar-infused charcoal chips. So bef- um, as, it, as it enters the cast, sorry, as it enters the cast, it's going through this stack, sometimes they're like 10, 15 feet tall, of this filtration that is just 
maple wood that has been, you know, charred, and then they they poured this through. So as it's entering the the oak barrel, it's going through this maple thing. So they say the result is this complex aroma. Uh, so you're going to get slightly char and this mellow taste. Um, and to the knowledge I could find, George Dickel and Jack Daniels are the two big ones that use this process. Um, it's a 90 proof. So it's you know kind of right down the middle here as far as uh, the, the bike goes. And um, <clears throat> tell me what you, you taste, but be looking for the, this aroma of toasted oak, caramel, vanilla, slight char with a long, smooth, soft finish. And I'll stop talking, and you can yeah. tell me what you think. Well, you said I, it mellow earlier in, in some of the description. Yeah. And it is absolutely, it's almost too mellow. Okay. I mean, it's it, it's very, very soft. I, I was waiting for a little bite out of, you know, which is one of the things out of a good bourbon, you like the, the bite and the flavors to hit you. Yeah. This one really never never hits you. Mm. It, it, nope. It's just it's just there. Yep. Well, and there's there's a flavor to it that I can't I can't really identify, but I don't like it. Well, it, it's I don't funny know what because it is. It's just, it's, there's just something I can't. When I tasted, it, I didn't know what it was, but then when you talked about the filtering through the charcoal, yeah, like I, that's what I'm picking up on is a little bit of like a burnt, char-y. almost like smelling a Weber grill, like you know. Okay. Like all right, you getting the char? A little bit, yeah. Mm. I I am anyway. Hmm. But it's funny when I to the nose, it felt very flat to me. The like nose, I absolutely, I totally agree. Yeah, I just yeah. didn't get a whole lot yep. from it. Yep. So, so I was surprised by the by the the palate because I was expecting something a little different. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I, I I like it because I think it's got a low rye mix. If we, if we were to get mm-hmm. the the mash bill on it, I would say to your point, Dave, you're like you're waiting for that bite. Yeah. Elton, you're waiting for that mm-hmm. kick. Yep. It doesn't doesn't show up. If it does, it's like yeah. super subtle. It's quick. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. There isn't there isn't a whole. It's almost like it's trying to fire, but it won't. Yeah, and it's a what ninety proof. Ninety yeah. proof. So a little a little light, but not crazy. Yeah. No, but I thought the tin cup had a little more bite to it than yeah. than, oh, than this sure. one, and that was eighty four proof. Yeah, yeah. So. yeah and that's just the, a high that's rye. the rye yeah. coming out. Yeah. 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 I just can't. I don't know what the. There's just. This weird flavor. There's a there's a sweetness to it. It might be that maple corn, and then probably the maple too. But yeah, so if it's going through that 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 maple char process, you get kind of a burnt yeah a burnt pancake. There you go. That's That's exactly what it was. That's exactly what it is. It's a burnt pancake. Nailed it. You could not have described it any. Grandma's house. That's exactly it. That's really weird, dude. Yeah. And Mr. Clover's rolling over in his grave. Yeah. I got to tell you, when I saw the Clover bottle, so there's a town in. Wisconsin called Plover. So you know, okay. right? Where are you going? Well, because the motto of the city of Plover is that it's a city with love in the middle, and that's the first thing that went to my head when I saw the Clover. Nice. Nice. So, yeah. It's yeah. the bourbon with love in the middle, yeah. and which kind of actually relates to it because hope, of the faith, yeah. love, and luck. There you go. Yeah. Yep. So I had to double check, make sure it wasn't live, laugh, love on the bottle. <laughs> Or libation yes. and lore. I think Live Laugh Love is available at Home Goods. <laughs> this is the Home Goods brand of bourbon. Or Hobby Lobby. <laughs> Burnt pancakes. Burnt, Burnt pancakes. pancakes. Yep. Not that that's a bad thing. 
No, and and I, I think it's if it's something that I, I like the taste of it. Like it's got a full flavor to it. I like the smoothness of it. I think it's one of the mm. smoother ones it that we've smooth. had. Yeah, no, and I, I was just chalking it up to it's it's ten years old, and we'll see if the other two stand yeah. up as far as smoothness goes. Yeah, I've, I've actually seen it um, at our local ABC store. Yeah, and it, it's just been sitting there. I'm not, I don't. I mean, <laughs> what are the other no, bottles? Do nobody like. Yeah. I don't know. It's been sitting there. I like walk in. They're like, "Hey, Krat, what's going on?" But yeah. Um, <laughs> Norm. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It, it's just different. It's, I mean, it's not bad. It's just different. No. So no. here's here's what I will give it. I like the bottle. I I, I think the bottle's pretty cool. Um, it's very rectangular. Very rectangular. It's a you know. It's because it, it's a rectangle. If you look, yeah. But if you <laughs> no, okay, work with me here. So okay. if you look at all the other bottles on the table, they all had they all look very similar, right? Yeah, the mm-hmm. Weller's a little different, but I, there's something about the the very kind of nice. clean square look that I like. It, it yeah. it's southern looking for, to me, and mm. maybe it's just the. The picture yeah. on the front just yeah. kind of feels mm-hmm. very and like tin cup. It's got copy on all yeah. four sides. All four sides. <laughs> I like that. Use all right. the space. Plenty to right. say. Um, I, I would put this in the it's not one of my favorites, but it is a very distinct flavor. Mm-hmm. So for folks wanting to try something, it's not one you're going to you know feel like oh that tastes just like the other six bourbons we right. just tried. Right. It's, it's, very, a, it's, it's, it's very owning distinct. its flavor. For it sure. does own its yeah. flavor. I think it's very mellow. I mean, you talked about it being smooth. I, I like the word mellow because it, like I said, it never, it never comes up on you. Right. Um, so definitely worth a shot for some folks, some, but it's not going to be on my, my shelf. Which, okay. So here's a question <laughs> for you guys. Is this one that you would give to somebody who is trying for the first time? No, uh-huh. I don't okay. think so because I, yeah. I think it's distribution. Well, no, I think it's distribution is really hard to get. So I, mm. I think we're lucky in that it's Piedmont Distillery, and that is just north of us, a couple hours. And yep. um, what's the name of the town? I've already forgotten it. Uh, Madison. Madison. Yep. Um, you know, so I, I think we're getting it in our, in our ABC. But the mm. list, the list on its site was all like these premier <laughs> golf courses. Really? So it's interesting. Yeah. Well, I mean, it feels like they're tying into the story, right? I think the reason I probably would not give it to somebody for the first time is that the it it is a very unique flavor. I and agree. So mm-hmm. Once you've kind of got your your you know bourbon mojo on in terms of what flavors you like, that to me is one that you could try and say this is different you know maybe yeah. i like yeah. it maybe i don't but yeah. right out of the box for somebody that hasn't really figured out what they yeah. like yet yeah i think it's just a very distinct and unique flavor yeah yeah that's so. fair I, did, I mean i just took in the last kind of sip of what i had and let it sit on my tongue a bit it does it does kind of burn the tongue a little bit yeah. when you let it sit there this would be an interesting one too because we talked about the mellow and the smoothness and we talked about bobby jones and golf in north carolina is typically a hot Sure. Season sport uh, over a big piece of ice. This uh, this could be a refreshing finish. Mm-hmm. You know, back to the clubhouse. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Started talking about some stories and yeah. You know how, how the round was. So that that absolutely could be a place for it. Yeah. yeah. So the four were hope, hope, faith, faith love, love, and luck. Luck and golf lies. All right. So. <laughs> Ten years ago, Derek. Ten years ago. Yep. How had how did those things play into your life from that point to today? Um, you know, those those are four things that I probably uh, um, wouldn't be able to articulate um, what I what I believe in. But but there is a lot riding on hope. Um, so I, th- I think ten years ago, I'd come off the road. I just did a year worth of traveling with University of Phoenix. 
So was was kind of transitioning to a new job in Norwood at Kramer. And uh, family-owned place, great, great people, a lot of creativity. Um, you know, living in Hopedale, Mass. So we were pretty well established there. And, um, you know, looking forward to settling back in. I had done 250,000 miles in air miles wow. that year, about 200 hotel nights. And so I was the you know, fly out Monday morning, come back home Friday night, mm. dad. Yeah. And for the, 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 the chance that I had, the luck I had, I guess, you know, to have, have had that experience and then be able to settle back in to a normal routine with mm. the family was, um, you know, was, was fantastic. Yeah. So I, I had great appreciation for the experience I had, but was really happy to get back into a groove where I was working with great people, be able to come home at night, um, spend more time with the family. Yeah. So, you know, I think all that hope, faith, love, and luck really came together for me. If there was, if there was a bourbon for that year, I think it had been Clover. <laughs> Very cool. That's good. Difficult roads. Worth the journey. That's right. Absolutely. All right. Cool. <laughs> it reminds me of a Miley Cyrus song. <laughs> Leave it to Dave. You want to sing it, Dave? Yeah, it's about the climb, man. Well done. It's the climb. It's the climb. I was wondering how we were going to get the Miley Cyrus reference in tonight. <laughs> so I want to see how one of you is going to transition from Miley Cyrus to the last two. Oh, I'm going to do it very easily. I'm going to okay. stop talking to my friend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to pop this. going to pour some yeah. shit in the glass. This isn't, even a, cha- this isn't even a challenge. This yeah, is just exactly. like, all right, got to get a smooth transition. I'm going to predict this is going to be the winner for the Smooth evening. operator. Yeah, we're we're going to uh, jump over to the uh, Henry no. McKenna. Why do you say that, Dave? Pardon me? Why do you say that? About this? Yeah. Just the reviews and uh, everything that is on the interwebs about this particular one. Do you believe everything on the internet? Um, pretty much. Mm. Yeah. All right, let's jump into the Henry McKenna. Not a ton of uh, story behind this one. Um, Henry McKenna tenure is from uh, Heaven Hill Distillery, who does several several labels. Uh, this is a, like I said, 10-year uh, bottled and bond. So uh, out of Kentucky, uh, Henry McKenna, it's named for an Irish immigrant who adapted his family's whiskey recipe to work with the ingredients he found in Kentucky, which would have been corn, obviously, instead of potatoes. Yep. Um, this guy, one of the things I read about this over and over, that uh, the perception on this really changed over the last couple of years. So it was a $35 bottle um, with decent uh, following until uh, it won the 2018 in San Francisco World Spirits Competition, uh, the best single barrel bourbon. And since then, it's gone from a $35 to a $65 price point. So, uh, which with that, expectations go up. Uh, mash bill, 75% corn, 13 rye, 12% malted barley. And it's 100 proof. So I see everybody taking deep breaths. It has a breath. fantastic nose. It has a fantastic yeah, nose. I'm getting more of the barley, the malted barley in the nose. I'm getting some of that that dough. Mm. Anyone else? Lots of corn. Corn. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, for me, I you know, yep. I kind of pick up on sweet. It's pretty gorgeous it, looking but, too. Um, the color is amazing. Yeah, yeah. it's beautiful it's, amber. Yeah, it's, yeah. Grad smiling. Yeah. No, this is this is good. This is good. Yeah. Um, vanilla. Vanilla. Caramel. A lot of, a lot of oak caramel. on the nose. Yep. Caramel. And this is our only bottle and bond. 
tonight, yep. 100 proof. Good spice. Oh, that's really yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. This is a lot of flavors. Yeah, especially coming off the clover like we talked mm-hmm. about. kind of yeah. eases up on you. Yeah. This is a lot of flavors. It comes aggressively. They start, the, yeah, though, yeah, they do. There's a lot of forward on this one. Get a little oak. Mm. Yeah. Mm. This this was part of the uh, Nashville pickup. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Sarah was on a run. and Which was a, a, a fun, interesting text. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Back and buy this, buy the. Oh, hold on. What? Who's buying what? <laughs> Should I pay four thousand dollars for a bottle of Blanton's? No. <laughs> Two thousand is maxed. <laughs> Jeez, that was worth it. Appreciate the pickup. Yeah, absolutely. This is great. So this is good. I like this. Uh, I'm trying to think if there was anything else on. The, like I said, not a lot of story behind it, which is kind of disappointing because the story's half the fun. Heaven Hill does several uh, different labels. Yeah. Um, we we tried the Henry McKenna under twenty. Yes, we did. Um, Un, unremarkable. Unremarkable, but I believe based <laughs> on, based on the uh, the competition that night, I think it was actually the uh, may have been the winner, the lead dog. Yeah, yeah. fourteen dollars and ninety five cents. Yeah. yeah, still have a bottle on mine. And I would say that it is worth the wait of the ten years. The ten yeah. years. <laughs> I'm not sure if it's the same bill. It, it reminds but, it reminds me um, a little bit of Blands with a little bit more bite. It's got the the flavor and the and the sweetness. It, yeah, it's not it's as got a, it's not as smooth as a blend. So. Right, but it's got a little. It's the bite. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a good bourbon. Yeah, it, it really feels does. really cool on the tongue. Yeah, it does. I think it. You know, as you finish off with it, I think it feels nice and cool, and it kind of lingers for a bit. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, this is where I think this is interesting because I, I, I'm always fascinated by the palate. So I like yeah. it. Yeah. I for me, I guess I don't. It's. Well, we got to keep going. There's, we have one more, right? Yeah, we do. Which one? We got the bullet. If we want to go there, we want to go there. I mean, we've already done three. We've done three. I know. Exactly. <laughs> After Funny. these three, I'm like, really? We want to go to bullet? Uh-huh. I, yeah, I don't know. And I think maybe more of what it is is just my taste, right? What I yep. the, the it's good. Mm-hmm. So it's good. Yeah. Where, where are you going, Kurt? I don't know. I can't say it's not good, but I'm just yeah. like I. For me, it's got a. There's almost like a little too much in it for me. So, just the flavor or the, the sweetness or or the proof a little too hot. Mm-mm. No. Hmm? What was the proof? It's hundred, right? It's a hundred. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It's better than the clover, for sure. Yeah. It is good, yeah. It's good. Yeah, he's coming around. Yeah, I am coming around. Yeah. Well, it's the third, it's third sip. Third sip. It's the third sip. That's right. You know what's really interesting? <laughs> if you eat a really hot piece of pizza, right? Yeah. What does that? What does it do? It burns the top of your mouth, right? And then, and then the top of your mouth starts to peel. Right? What? Yeah, like little pieces hard. of really? Oh, yeah. All the time. Just, yeah. just keep time. going. I'm gonna like, I'm gonna start I'm gonna taking say what notes. Derek said yeah. to me. Where are you going with this? <laughs> no, I, my my point is that any bourbon you taste after that feels like it's got a little bit of a bite. <laughs> so um anyways. Did you have pizza for lunch? <laughs> no, and it's actually still burned from last night. <laughs> what was last night? Oh, Pizza. Oh. <laughs> lava pizza. The lava, 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 lava pizza. So, really, Alton, really, really 10 years ago, where were you? 10 years ago, wow. Uh, we were five years into being back in North Carolina. We're okay. into North Carolina and the Carolinas. Uh, Cameron and Sam were 10 and 8, so they were in 
ramp up for all the activities uh, that life threw at us. Um, we were building our dream home. Um, trying to travel. It's just holding on. But good place, though. Yeah. You know, thinking back to the t- 2010, what that, I mean, this last decade, I've absolutely grown up more in the last 10 years and experienced more than in mm-hmm. the previous mm-hmm. X number of years before that. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm doing no math. Um, but yeah, the last decade was phenomenal. 10 years ago, if you had told me where we'd be now, I said, sounds cool, but I don't know how the hell we're going to get there, but yeah. uh, we made it. It's good. Yeah. yeah. It's good. Nice. Learned a lot. Nice. Still learning a lot. It's funny how decades go like years. I mean, that's crazy. Ugh. And when you stop it, and I right. guess that's, for me, that's one of those things. I never really paused to think about it. Mm. So when you mentioned that as a, as we opened up, but we were going to talk about the last decade. I'm like, holy crap. Right? Yeah. yeah. I can't remember what I had for lunch, much less what I did 10 years ago. So There was something nice. So I think we all watched Neat. Yeah, the, uh, mm-hmm. documentary in the past month or so, and there is something about slowing slowing it all down. Like the intent of bourbon is, it is take your watch off, flip your phone mm-hmm. off. It is about just slowing it all down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And when you think about like ten years and slowing down that yeah. that 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 time frame. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that there's there's something about this particular drink that. Yeah. I think I don't. I don't know if I'm fully appreciating it yet, but it is yeah. something I, I hope to do for the next ten years. So just slow it so all let down. me let me ask you a question to you guys. So how do you feel about slowing down? I, uh. I think about it as this this type of socializing and camaraderie. Mm-hmm. I think that that it is an an underappreciated drink for that, and I think that th- I'm now looking at bourbon as this is a chance to take your time. <clears throat> To sip it, just just let it sit there, let it linger. Yeah. It is not a throw it back. It's not a mm. shot drink. It's not a a, a a beer to quench a thirst. This yeah. is to to have a long, long conversation. Yeah, I completely agree with that as a drink, but I also think it's reflective of life and finally getting that appreciation that just slow down. Doing one last thing, you won't miss it if you do the other things and enjoy them a little more or give them a chance to, you know, marinate a little more. That's where, you know, 10 years, 10 years ago, I wish I had had the same perspective mm-hmm. yeah. of mm-hmm. just slow things down. Take one thing off the list. I don't know what it is. Pick something, take yep. one thing off the list. And whether it was, you know, lingering at an activity a little bit longer or making a point to get out with friends and family one more time or whatever that, mm. that to me is, absolutely the the life lesson and then the opportunity to for bourbon to fill in around that and kind of hold you there absolutely a beautiful yeah beautiful fit. yeah yeah so. i think you nailed it in the word linger yeah linger that's good we could add that to the l's um <laughs> don't start we i'm on it i think the 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 biggest challenge i have always had as an adult is living in the present mm-hmm. versus constantly thinking about the next thing or the next day or stressing Mm -hmm. about the future. And so, um, you know, in my job, I constantly have one foot in the next year and one foot in the current year. I was going to say that it's probably the curse of marketers. too. It is, it is a pain in the ass because, you know, you wake up and it's 2021 Mm -hmm. and I literally will start 2021 in probably three weeks. Yeah. And, and so 
being very um, purposeful, right, in making sure that you lock in on what's happening right now, I think is really important. The the one thing, Derek, you brought you, you brought up the um, the neat documentary, and I love that um, that one scene where the guy from Buffalo Trace had been working there all his life. Oh, his father God. worked Don't make there. Me cry. Yeah. Eddie, Eddie. I mean, yeah, Eddie. <laughs> And the part where um, Eddie's boss gave him a bottle of Pappy, yeah. and he sat down with his dad and his brother, and um, you know, typically a bottle like that, you know, you would want to hold on to for a really long time. Don't give it to Sarah. And instead, they took the Sarah approach, right? So, but but again, I mean, his his yeah. comment was is that something special like that, you know, don't don't necessarily drag it all the way out. Yeah. Sit down and enjoy the whole thing. Yeah. With people that you really, really enjoy being with. And, yeah. and that's what I think a lot of, you know, this particular spirit is about, is sitting down and mm getting in a rocking chair or, you know, um, campfire, campfire, mm. just, just hanging out with people and just talking and <clears throat> making those memories, I think is yeah. really, really huge. So that's, that's for me, when I think about 2020, what I'm trying to work on is living, yeah. living right now and not being so worried about what's the next thing. That was a good so. goal. Yeah, I think so. And I, it's part of the reason I asked the question. I think we're all in this interesting space where we've gone through a lot the last couple of years and, kind of making that transition where we've been so groomed to like go 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 mm-hmm. right like driving forward driving forward and you know there's times when it's hard like I sit back and I'm like damn I should be doing something right now and I that's why I asked the question because I think I'm like you Dave I'm trying to just like say you know what like this is the time yeah and because I think that transition is hard right you yeah. you see so many people who just drive to the end and then they end and then it ends and so yeah I think there's I think there's value in this. So thank you for yeah. Bourbon for doing that for us. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, when you start thinking about your kids too and trying to find that balance between um wanting to make sure they're thinking about their future but also, you know, mm. living and making memories yeah. and, yeah. and driving. Yeah. So it's don't a little grow bit too fast. Of, yeah, it's a little bit of that balance. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're right. yeah, yeah, don't grow up too Being fast. Being an adult isn't so glamorous. Yeah. <laughs> but get a job. Yeah, Cameron but, Sam, but, get a job. Yeah, right. Get a job. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> No, but I mean, you know, PSA. There, there's a little bit, I mean, we've all been very fortunate in our lives, right? So there's a little bit of glamour that has been put on the whole world of being an adult, right? We've all been very fortunate. So, um, you know, but what they haven't seen is what has, what happened like the first 10 years before they actually could like start to be in tune with what was going on. Yeah. So. Yeah. So. Agreed. Yeah. The other piece of the slowing down, linger, whatever it is, is you just never know when you're going to make a memory until you just made a memory. Right. And that's the other thing of just to you. I mean, we've mm-hmm. all been there. We've all been racing these careers, racing the family growth, et cetera. Mm. Best of intentions, but yep. You know, slow down. You'll, it'll be all right. So. Yep. Good call. Yeah. Good advice. So cry. Where were you 10 years ago? <laughs> God, I forgot. Um, <laughs> parole. So, um, ten years ago, we we were about two years into our our move from um, Greensboro to living closer here to Charlotte. We were in, actually in Davidson at that time. Um, my parents were starting to get older, and so we decided we want to move closer. So, I was about two years into my career at Lowe's, and um, you know, it was an interesting time. I think. Um, Super excited about being in a in a new 
kind of corporate environment, and there was lots of opportunity at that time, and um, it was exciting. It was a good time, you know. And my kids, you know, Mills was 11, Georgia would have been um, 18, and Lexi would have been five. And so it was, um, you know, a, a whole different life chapter than we're sitting at now. But it was really exciting because you could see the growth and their interests and what they were, you know, trying to aspire to be. Um, and for them, too, they were so used to living with all these kids that they grew up with, um, you know, since birth. And now they're in this new town and they're kind of making new friends and yeah. making adjustments. Um, Sarah had a really, really hard time with that move. And so even two years in, um, it was tough. It was really tough for her. And so that was right before she started um, nursing school. I think she, you know, figured that, hey, this is not um, my core you know, friend group or, you know, mommy buddies that um, <clears throat> she was used to having. And so she went ahead and decided, well, let's go ahead and, you know, get into nursing school. And so I, I kind of played um, a single parent role um, to a certain degree while she was starting to study and really dig into it. Mm. And um, it was good. I probably um, could have done a better job, to be honest. It's just... You know, one of those things you look back on, you're like, yeah, yeah, I kind of maybe, maybe I screwed that up. Hope the, <laughs> hope the kids aren't permanently damaged. They seem to be doing all right. It answers all the questions. I think they're doing all right. <laughs> so um, it was, like I said, I mean, it was, it was exciting. Um, it was, I mean, honestly, it was a little scary. Yeah, um, sure. You know, to go down to, um, you know, continuing to have just one income and a wife in school and you're paying for that and, um, you know, and trying to raise the kids and. But you did it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that's the biggest thing, right? You look back at all the the challenges that you face like that, right? We, all of us, right? And you think when you're in the moment, you're like, "crap." Oh yeah. But yet, if you really think about it, right, it all—I I don't know. Well, it's I, I, it, how do you eat an elephant one, one bite, bite at a time? time you know, <laughs> Just and texted that's, that to my wife yesterday. But I, but I mean, that, that, there's so much truth in that. Yeah, know? I mean, yeah. you get up against mm-hmm. a problem and. You know, it feels like it's completely insurmountable, but then yeah. if you just dig into it, yeah. you can get through it. It's funny. I it's it, I'm listening to another podcast. I don't know if we can talk about other podcasts on a podcast, yeah. but whatever it takes. But they were interviewing this um, psychologist who works with the extremely rich and also like high performing athletes, high performing musicians, and. Um, the the whole concept, I mean, it varies, right, depending, but in the athletic and the musician piece, um, he talks about the fact that nerves and, um, like, everybody experiences that feeling when, like, they were talking to a musician, he was going in for, like, a major um, audition for, like, an orchestra. And his point is that, you know, we tend to try to, like, pushed all the nerves down when he's like, you really just got to like take it. Like mm-hmm. he's, you just got to own it, bring it to yourself and use that as energy, energy to go into where I think we always try to stifle it. Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, um, and it's a lot of fear based stuff, but I, it was really cool listening to this guy and the people that he works with. Yeah. Uh, you got it. So spinning the, the anxiety. Yeah. Leverage it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, but yeah. Wow, we're getting deep. Wow, we're uh, deep. Uh, I, like I haven't even ripped mm-hmm. on Dave today, hardly. No, it's a new year. It's a new year. It's right. a new year. There's plenty of damn time. <laughs> All right, let's let's drink something. I mean, it doesn't have to be ten year at this point. Come on, what are we gonna do? I, w- I would go. You want to try the bullet? 
All right. We'll keep it it's in the a tens. 10 year. Let's keep it in the 10s. Yeah. yeah. Keep it in the 10 year. Guys Listen, I think the 10 year thing is pretty cool because this is our 10th podcast and we actually did that by accident. Was it by accident? It was by accident because we With kinda, all this marketing planning brain no, let's here, just It was by accident. It's, it's all planned. It's, Actually, yeah. I, I think the planning piece of this is on Dew and Kurt out, and I have nothing yeah, to do with that. You're right. And and we've done oh, you brought some pretty good bourbon. Yeah. I'm all right with that. No, we're going to talk right. planning after this conversation. All right, let's pour a bullet. Are we, we going to whiteboard an ID8, Kurt? I think, you can, ID8? Hand, think <laughs> you can handle it, Dave. Dude, it. Come on, man. We'll hug it out. I'm all in. <laughs> All right, so while, while we're trying the, the bullet, I want to tee up last call. Mm. Oh. So I want you guys to think about last call. All right. Because I don't, I don't know if bullet's going to count in the... Uh, I know. No. <clears throat> I'm still trying to finish a lot. I, I what, had to read. What do you have against bullet? No. I don't have anything nothing, against nothing, bullet, nothing, nothing. but we, you, we do three usually per, so... I'm, Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Hey, look, well, we're, all, did, we're off the clock. Did you think we needed to change the four, Kurt? What? Did you think we needed to add a fourth? No. I did not. But I think I think that bullet's going to come back in an episode when we're comparing the, a ricochet, the regular. The, oh, Ooh, I like it. I like that. A ricochet episode where we talk write about that down. Bullet, bullet rye, and bullet ten. And I still have the South Carolina release of markers that I'm waiting on for oh, a special. Oh yes, it's all about Alton episode. <laughs> I, I know. I'm okay. excited. It's going to be a quality show. Another great idea. It's, it's going to be a quality great. show. What is it right. like to grow up in South Carolina? <laughs> That's four shows right there. I love it. Oh, all man. about Elton. Right. Hopefully that'd be Dave, a road trip. All about Derek and all about Kurt. Uh, Alton, did you get the bullet? No, I'm getting there. I just poured all the right. tin cup into my tin cup. So your last call homework. Think about it. Okay. You go back 10 years. So we're going backwards 10 years. Mm. And you get to have drinks with an old friend 10 years ago. You haven't seen in 10 years. Mm. From now? From, or from then? From then. Oh. So who haven't you seen since 2010? Wow. You, know, you have, you oh, have, wait, you have to name the names. No, hold on a second. So are we... <laughs> see I, I have, see how this feels? <laughs> see how this feels? I just want to remind all of you. Hold on. So, is, is Kurt, no. Is he getting sensitive again? Shut up, Dave. All right. So, <laughs> he's doing, in, he's doing my no, in 2010, at, are we at that point in time and thinking back to 2000 is what I'm asking? Or, no, no. Okay. No, that's, that's, like a, that's a 20. Okay. So, we're in 20 and we're thinking Next about week. <laughs> Next week. That was his kind <laughs> way of telling me to shut the hell up. No, 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 no. Next week, you get to have a glass of bourbon with, with someone you haven't seen in 10 years. Ooh. Oh, I know, I know. I know who it is. I'm going to cheat a little bit on this one. That's okay. You, you have so far. So <laughs> respect another last. <laughs> Ten years ago, or twelve. So or you're going to have bourbon. Whatever math you want to use, Kurt. You're going to have a glass, of one of these bourbons. Yeah. With a friend you have not seen since 2010. What are you pouring? And you're going to linger and catch up on ten years. Mm. What is mm-hmm. the bourbon that's going to mm. cause you mm-hmm. to turn your phone off, take your watch mm-hmm. off? Cancel your plans. Mm. You got 10 years worth of catching mm-hmm. up to do. Okay. Kurt wears really big watches. Mic so. drop. <laughs> he does. Big he wears like watches big the size of trash can lids. Big it's time. crazy. Uh, is somebody going or? This bullet's pretty good. Why, yes. It, it is good, I have to say. It's really good. It's, uh, it's the smoothest of all four that we've had tonight for me. I agree. Mm. It's very, the least amount of kick. It's back. very smooth. Yeah, 
I kind of, yeah. Where did this come from? I mean, just, who the ABC this? store. <laughs> the ABC store. I brought uh, it. Norm, did you pick it up? I brought. Well, it. it's interesting. I I was I was hunting for kind of <laughs> spilling everywhere. Jesus, come um, on! I've got a case of the dribbles like out in there. Um, <laughs> you are, well, you are fifty, so <laughs> um, I'm I'm a little bit more than that. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so I knew the theme was ten year. Um, Unfortunately, I didn't do a very good job of reading all of my texts, and so um, I went out and found that today and was really excited about it. And then I went back looking at my texts and was like, oh, crap, Do already said he had a 10-year <laughs> bullet. So anyways, but I'm glad I did because we got this peg leg porker, which I've been wanting to find. <laughs> and that, porker. Don't that, call her that. that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bottle. It's one of the oh, seven bottles. Oh, 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 I am not touching that one. <laughs> keep going, keep going, keep um, going. <laughs> Keep going. Yeah, so edit, please edit. So, Alton. Long story short, <laughs> I brought the bullet ten year. Oh, okay. Yeah, it is yep. very smooth. It's good, especially coming after the uh, McKenna. Mm. Yep. Um, but it's good. This was actually my first, um, other than like Black Label Jack Daniels way back when. Yeah, this was my first bourbon. I think. Listen, I think you know. I probably rip on bullet a little bit just because it seems more common. But this is actually really good. And here's the thing that I do like. I love the bottle. Um, it says it, it says cowboy western. It has like this old fashioned like medicine bottle. Yes, medicine it, bottle. It's right and there it's very similar to uh, I think Bib and, and Tucker. Tucker. That's right, exactly. So yeah, um, bullet Bib and Tucker and Basil Hayden. For some reason, whenever I see those bottles, I mm. think of the Wild Wild West. Yep. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. So all right. So back to your question. I guess have we given enough time to think about? Well, I have. All right, you go first. Last I'm going to go first. So have um, one of these bourbons. Yeah, I know what the question is. So I remembered. <laughs> wow, it's so, like a word problem for Kurt. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go if ahead. Kurt saw a friend in 2008, right? Okay, good. No, ser- in a, in all seriousness, it would be Grayson Albert. So okay. Grayson Albert was and is um, truly probably one of the best friends I made through my career um, at Harley-Davidson. And he was one of those guys who didn't give a shit what anybody thought. He was just who he was. Um, he knew he was so flippin' smart. Hmm. And um, just the coolest guy. And he took me under his wing and he taught me everything about construction and the museum project. And um, we became really close, and uh, he lives in Florida now. And um, so I have seen him since, but only once since I left Harley in 2008. So I think that's still a fair answer. What year did you see him? Um, I saw him in 2018, right after I left my job. So eight years after the prescribed 2010 that we're supposed to be reporting. Exactly. Okay, just checking. So we went to, notice I'm ignoring you. So we went down, (laughs) no, but we went down to his house in Florida and he lives outside of Gainesville in this beautiful property. Like they are out in the middle of nowhere. You guys would love it. It's cool. And we sat by his pool that he built and um, with bourbon and we literally just did that. We just that caught amazing. up and That's it awesome. was like so one of the it. best moments. Truly. That's cool. Yeah, it was great. It's awesome. And what are you drinking? Mm-hmm. What are you drinking? Um, in this case, based off a tin cup. Okay. Totally Good. tin cup. Just not, not because... That's the one I brought to the table tonight, but yeah. he would so appreciate um, the whole story with the tin cup. Like he would, I mean, 
that's just that's just who he is. Okay. So, yeah, it's a good guy. I like it. Great guy. Very cool. Well, all right. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to butcher this, but I'm going to have Go fun with it. it. Uh, my drink is going to be with Mike Booth, Mark Shutt, Court Sinclair, and Wade Howard. Uh, yes, Court, that is four people. Kurt, thank you. These are my boys from Kansas City. We had some KC. awesome times. Uh, we have not reconnected since we moved away. There's periodic times where we'll go through some texts. And I'll throw Mikey Meyer. I saw Mikey last weekend, though. Um, but I, uh, there's been all the attempts to reconnect. Um, but I would love to sit with those guys again and just catch up on the last 15 years for us at this point um, and just find out what's going on. There's enough connection through social media that I know kind of where they're at and kind of what's going on. But it would be a phenomenal evening. Uh, I would go, uh, not for the taste, but for the connectivity with the uh, Bobby Jones store here, the Clover. Oh. These are my golf guys. We play golf once a month, twice a month, the, before cool. the kids came over and consumed life. Um, but I would love to catch up with those guys and just hang out and linger. And truth be told, one bottle probably wouldn't be enough. So we'd go probably to the McKenna <laughs> after that. Yeah, All right. It is a backup. backup. Start with the McKenna. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'll start with the clover. Just okay. we'll ease into it. Right? Yeah, 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 I'll right. start with the right. theme. So. That's good. Nice. That's good. But anyway, but that would be gotta burn the an roof easy answer. First. Right. Have a little hot pizza. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. I like yeah. it. How about you, DK? Golly. Um, I'm torn between two people. Um, well, I just brought like four or five. So. <laughs> it sounds like, right, so I'll go, sounds I'll go like uh, torn between two lovers. <laughs> uh, I'm going to completely ignore that. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to go with two folks. One is um, Lewis Adams Riley, who was my roommate in college. And we have not spoken, well, it's been a long damn time. Let's just put it yeah. that way. Okay. Um, and then the other would be um, Ernan um, Montemayor, who was a buddy of mine from business school from Monterey, Mexico. Nice. And um, Ernan and I have not seen each other since business school, which was in 1999. Anyways, both super cool guys, very different. Lou is a um, a physics professor at Ursinus University um, in Pennsylvania. Mm. And um, Ernan is, as far as I know, still in Monterey. Um, occasionally through social media, we connect. But um, again, kind of very different guys, but just super cool, um, very laid back. Um, Ernan and I spent um, better part of an evening in our backyard when we lived in Greensboro, <clears throat> excuse me, sipping a bottle of tequila that he'd brought back um, after Thanksgiving break. Um, and um, finished the entire bottle. It was it was it was a, an awesome evening. Um, but uh, I think we would probably go with the bullet. Um, very smooth, mm. and you know you think about the lingering aspect. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Tie that new L, the lingering, Kurt, um, mm. with libation. Wow. Um, the bullet, I think, would be it's would be the, would be the choice there. I, I, I try. I ideated a little bit. Kurt, so. <laughs> um, anyways, but. Um, yeah, I think. Um, yeah, after this, uh, after this conversation, I want to reach out to those. Yeah, guys. exactly. Yeah, so make yeah. the time. I know. Yeah, I know. So that's what it is. Make uh, the time. Uh, uh, I know, Kurt. God, he's looking at me. I feel guilty. <laughs> yeah. Kurt. Kurt All is right, a really dude. good. Kurt is a really good reminder for me of like <laughs> what I'm really fucking up. <laughs> in a good way. In a good not way. My intent. No, I just know it's not. not. No, it's not. It's just not. With the eyes. But, it's all but, I can see. No, but but Kurt. It, I mean, I mean that. Don't I mean stop, that. Kurt. I, I mean that as Don't a compliment. 
<laughs> no, I genuinely Listen, mean that as a compliment because okay. Kurt knows he knows me well enough, and he will ping me when I'm when I'm not doing my shit. Um, so, anyway, that's not the only time I ping you. I know it's not. But listen, here's here's where that comes from, and this is getting a little deep again. But I had a, a very good friend from grade school all the way through um, in my hometown, and and Nelson, and her and her husband Terry. Yep. Um, they had a one year old and a four year old, and they were in town in Wauwatosa, and we just you know things God were going you. on, and you know. <laughs> And we just didn't connect. And that following weekend, they both were killed in a car accident. Ah. So not to bring things down, but my point is this, right? It's like you got to you gotta stop and take yep. the moments because I'm telling you, you just don't know when they're going to be gone. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. All right, dude. So. You dreamed this up. I bet you got a sweet <laughs> ass. I think Al- Alton's ready to transition. <laughs> yeah, let's move on. I think Alton just took a detour. <laughs> yeah, well, that was great, Kurt. Moving on to do. <laughs> You can edit that out. That's okay. That's all right. Um, I'm going to have, so going back 10 years ago, I just come off the road from University of Phoenix. So I'm going to have this bottle of bourbon and it's going to be a whole bottle uh, with my buddy, Sarah. So Sarah, oh, she and I traveled for months, you know, building up the University of Phoenix brand. Uh, she's now in Austin. She is a um, entrepreneur in residence for a uh, private equity firm. Mm. So she has the job of having to find the next big idea. And she mm. just launched, uh, just probably about a month ago, a um, uh, wine party um, uh, called Unwind. Huh. And it's a basically a reason for people to get together and sell wine, kind of network marketing, um, Mm. and for people to have wine parties. It's mm. a great idea. She's had it for years. She's had it for probably close to 10 years. Mm. And uh, I think the backstory is when she took this position as entrepreneur in residency, she was looking for different ideas, and she threw this one out saying, oh, I've, I've had this one kicking around for a while. And the founder of her firm said, we're doing that. So she's able to see her dream of probably at least 10 years come to life. Wow, that's mm. cool. That's so cool. she's in Austin now with her husband and her beautiful little daughter. And I would, I would bring probably the Bobby Jones, the, uh, the Clover, mm. to her, you know, talking about hope, faith, love, and luck. That's cool. And we would probably put that bottle away. That's cool. Uh, I have seen her <laughs> once since 2009, 2010. Mm. Uh, she came to, uh, to uh, Mooresville, when we first moved in and um, I'd like to see her again and, and catch up and see what's going on. Cool. Maybe yeah. her firm would like to in, invest in, in the bourbon earth, boys. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a startup idea. Anything's That's right. In home parties. <laughs> yeah. Yep. If you can sell baskets, you can yep. sell bourbon. <laughs> so on that note. All right, boys. Well, this is a great night. Great way to start the new year. Yeah. Been too a new long. decade. Yeah. Yeah. Been too long for sure. Yeah. Uh, we had the fortune of, of trying some really good 10 years tonight. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, and really catching up. So yeah. I appreciate you guys. Thanks okay. for thanks for getting together. Thanks for the lingering conversations. Absolutely. I look forward to 2020 and beyond with you guys. And today. beyond, absolutely. Yep, yep. Cheers, Here man. We are. Cheers. Bourbon, Bourbon on. on. Bourbon on. Bourbon on. Bourbon on.